Mostly sunny skies here this afternoon, a high around 70 degrees. Winds out of the northwest to 5 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 20. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 46. This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. We welcome everyone to the program. My name is J. Paul Newman. My co-hosts are former District Attorney General William C. Weitzel, Jr., and the current District Attorney General, Jennings Jones. We appreciate WGNS providing the airtime. Today's broadcast will be a little different from our normal broadcast format. Our first segment today will be the Inside the Court segment. General Jones will tell us about grand jury action, as well as recent and upcoming circuit court and general sessions court activity. The remainder of the broadcast will be devoted to the cold case profile segment. Law enforcement and members of the Greg Hawkins family will be asking for your help in solving a mystery, the mystery of who killed 53-year-old Greg Hawkins. In the WGNS studios today will be Detective Kyle Norrod of the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office, and we are also honored to have in the studios Darren Hawkins, who is the brother of Greg Hawkins. And you will also hear from Greg Hawkins' wife, Janet Hawkins. We will begin the broadcast after you listen to these important messages. All that's news. Your afternoon local news, traffic, and weather update with Matt Lane. Weekday afternoons, 440 until all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Restaurants. We have a club steak, and the club steak can be cooked to any flavor that you want. It is the club steak, it's a seven ounce piece of steak, and we named it that way because it looks like and it has the shape of a golf club. We have a low calorie menu and a low carb menu. So depending on whatever diet that you like, we have options for you that are available at Demas's. Please have your family join our family for lunch or dinner seven days a week at Demas's. Hi, this is Amanda at Animal City. Come see us at 919 Northwest Broad Street here in Murfreesboro. Now is a great time to consider flea and tick protection for your pet. We carry a full line of flea and tick products for dogs, cats, rabbits, and ferrets. We also carry a variety of hard to find products for your specialty pets. So if you need a pouch for your sugar glider or food for your hedgehog, come see us at Animal City. You can find Animal City at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. This is Inside the Courts. A look at this month's trials, pleas, and grand jury action. Inside the Courts is presented as a courtesy of the Rutherford County Clerk's Office. Good morning, everyone. This is your District Attorney, Jennings Jones. In this segment, I will be your tour guide as I take you inside the courts. We want to begin this segment by stating that none of the defendants named in upcoming trials or hearings have been convicted, and of course, they are presumed by our law to be innocent. With that as a prelude, we will now go inside the courts. In current news in the courts, 
The pandemic is slowly coming off of a lockdown. The courts are coming open. The public is now allowed inside the courthouse when they are attached to a bond case as a witness or a defendant or a victim. Jury trials have now resumed. We have had several jury trials since the Supreme Court allowed us to get that going again. A couple of important jury trials, one of which you will hear later on in this broadcast. I want the the listeners to note that it is very important uh, that uh, we have your participation in the jury system. Uh, We need you to come in when you're called as jurors to support the system. Without y'all, we can't can't do our job. So uh, if you do receive a jury summons, please do come into court, and we would very much appreciate your help. Now, on into the courts. On October the 24th of last year, officers with the Murfreesboro Police Department responded to the intersection of North Tennessee Boulevard and Stonewall Court in response to a shooting resulting in the death of 22-year-old Blake Bolton. Lead investigator Detective Albert Miles with the Murfreesboro Police Department has charged Cody Gilliam with the first-degree murder of Blake Bolton. A preliminary hearing was held on March 23rd of this year in the General Sessions Court for Rutherford County, Tennessee. Mr. Miles was represented by J.D. Driver with the Office of the Public Defender. After hearing proof from Detective Miles and multiple other witnesses, the General Sessions judge bound the case over to the grand jury. Mr. Gilliam remains in custody at the Rutherford County Adult Detention Center, awaiting presentment of his case to a grand jury. On March 31, 2019, the Murfreesboro Police Department responded to a residence on the 400 block of Sunset Avenue. Once inside, officers discovered the body of Judith Montmire. Miss Montmire had been stabbed multiple times, resulting in her death. Upon conclusion of the investigation, Murfreesboro Detective Jacob Fountain charged Martin Montmire with the first-degree murder of his wife, 53-year-old Judith Montmire. On August 8th of 2019, Mr. Montmire appeared before the General Sessions Court of Rutherford County, and following a preliminary hearing, the court bound the matter over to the grand jury. In November of 2019, a grand jury returned a true bill against Mr. Montmire for first-degree murder. This case, like many others, has been delayed as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, as well as a series of evaluations. Mr. Montmire appeared before the Circuit Court of Rutherford County on April 16th of this year. In this case, the state has given notice that if Martin Montmire is convicted of murder, the state will be seeking a sentence of life in prison without the possibility of parole. Martin Montmire is represented by Assistant Public Defender Ben Wetzel. The state is represented by Assistant District Attorneys Trevor Lynch and Dana Miner. Mr. Martin Montmire is currently being held in jail, awaiting the start of his trial on May 9, 2022. On February 6th of this year, officers with the Murfreesboro Police Department responded to a shooting, resulting in the death of 21-year-old Giovanni Gillis at her residence on Ewing Boulevard. Detective Cody Thomas has been assigned as lead investigator. Upon conclusion of Detective Thomas's investigation, Larry Johnson II has been charged with the first-degree murder of Giovanni Gillis. Following a preliminary hearing in the General Sessions Court on May 5th of this year, the case was bound over for presentment to a grand jury. Mr. Johnson is represented by Mr. Michael Flanagan and currently remains in custody at the Rutherford County Adult Detention Center. <coughs> Pardon me. 
On July 9, 2020, officers with the Murfreesboro Police Department responded to a shooting resulting in the death of Mr. Rodney Armstrong at a residence on Malin Drive. Detective Richard Presley with the Murfreesboro Police Department was assigned as lead investigator. Following Detective Presley's investigation, Mr. Zolan Miles was initially charged with the second-degree murder of the victim. Mr. Miles is represented by Murfreesboro attorney Josh Crane. Upon discussion with the district attorney's office and the family of Mr. Armstrong, Mr. Miles entered a plea of guilty to voluntary manslaughter and tampering with evidence before the Circuit Court of Rutherford County. Mr. Miles is currently on bond and awaits sentencing on July 8th of this year. On May 3rd, 2018, at 4.45 in the morning, Antonio Starnes was gunned down by Byrus Hughes, pardon me, gunned down Byrus Hughes in the middle of University Street in Murfreesboro. Antonio Starnes can be seen on video approaching the victim before shooting him once at point-blank range, followed by four shots in the back as Mr. Hughes fell to the ground. Antonio Starnes fled the scene in the company of several people who would later testify against him at trial. Mr. Starnes admitted that he was propositioned to kill Byrus Hughes, and it is believed that this was the motive for the murder. On Monday, April 26th, Assistant District Attorneys Matt Westmoreland and Eric Farmer began the jury trial of Antonio Starnes, and on Friday, April the 30th, the jury returned a verdict of guilty on the charge of first-degree murder. Antonio Starnes remains in the Rutherford County Adult Defen Detention Center awaiting his sentencing. Assistant District Attorneys Matt Westmoreland and Eric Farmer, along with lead detective James Abbott and other members of the Perf Murfreesboro Police Department, did an exceptional job of seeing this case through from the moment the murder was committed until the final conviction. I am proud to work with the members of our local law enforcement agencies and with the talented attorneys at the District Attorney's Office. On February 27, 2018, Officers with the Rutherford County Sheriff's Department responded to an aggravated burglary call in the area of Grovewood Drive and Arkansas Court. Investigation revealed an unidentified black male was observed by neighbors crossing through yards and looking through doors and windows. The parents of 26-year-old Caitlin Irvin reported that their home had been burglarized and that their daughter was missing. A search began to locate Miss Irvin and her vehicle. Later that same night, officers with the Metro Nashville Police Department made contact with Mr. Ellis Bell III. Mr. Bell was found in a vehicle registered to Miss Irvin outside a Nashville apartment complex. Mr. Bell had active warrants for his arrest for a parole violation and a warrant for violating the conditions of his federal supervised release for being a felon in possession of a handgun. When confronted, Mr. Bell resisted arrest and attempted to flee. During the struggle, a firearm fell from Mr. Bell's person. The handgun was later identified as belonging to Miss Irvin's father and had been stolen during the burglary. Tragically, on March 5, 2018, the body of Miss Caitlin Irvin was discovered abandoned in a smokehouse on North Creek Road with a single gunshot to the back of her head. Forensic evidence and testing established that Miss Irvin had been the victim of a sexual assault prior to her death. Mr. Bell was charged with multiple offenses to include murder and the rape of Miss Irvin. Mr. Bell has been in federal custody since February 27th of 2018, awaiting a new trial on federal charges for possessing a firearm as a convicted felon. Mr. Bell is represented by counsel, Mr. Paul Bruno. On May 6th of this year, 
Mr. Bell entered a plea of guilty to the second-degree murder and rape of Miss Caitlin Irvin and was sentenced to 40 years at 100% to serve at the Tennessee Department of Corrections. This sentence is consecutive to a sentence previously ordered in federal court that is expected to expire in August of 2024. Mr. Bell has been remanded back to federal custody to await trial for a new gun charge scheduled on June of 2021. Upcoming in general sessions, we have two cases of note. Juan Lugo, who is charged with first-degree murder, uh, will appear in court on May the 11th of this year. Also, Deshaun Wells, charged with second-degree murder, will appear in court on May 17th, 2021. On December the 8th, 2016, Murfreesboro police located the body of Francisca Gomez Cordero in a wooded area off of Elam Road. Based on their investigation, Murfreesboro detectives have now filed charges against Romulo Hernandez Mayorga. Mayorga has thus far eluded capture. If you have information regarding this case or the whereabouts of Romulo Hernandez Mayorga, please contact Detective Doug Arrington of the Murfreesboro Police Department. The number to call is 615-893-1311. Again, 615-893-1311. And that will conclude today's look inside the courts. Overnight, Good Neighbor Talk turns the UFOs, aliens, the unknown. It's coast-to-coast AM overnight every night on WGNS Murfreesboro. This is Good Neighbor Events with Bart Walker. Brought to you by AmeriCare Pest Control and the law offices of John Day. Does your home or business need COVID-19 virus cleaning? Hi. I'm Tom Sweat from AmeriCare Services. We're a locally owned company and we specialize in cleaning and disinfecting for the COVID-19 virus. Our EPA registered and approved products are 100% effective at killing COVID-19. To learn more, contact AmeriCare at 893-7111 or on the web at americareservices.com forward slash coronavirus. Let's check those WGNS Good Neighbor events. It won't be long until it's time for the Secret Garden Party and Tour. Yes, the 29th annual Secret Garden Party is back, and it benefits the Discovery Center at Murphy Spring. For information, call the Discovery Center. That's June the 4th. If you're age 60 plus, you need to check out the St. Clair Street Senior Center at 325 St. Clair Street. They're now offering classes in stained glass, also how to make quilts, ceramic classes, wellness classes too, knitting and crocheting, just to name a few. To learn more, get with the St. Clair Street Senior Center. Phone 615-848-2550. Learn about local history every Saturday morning. Meet your friends from the Rutherford County Historical Society at the old one-room Ransom Schoolhouse, Saturday mornings from 9 until noon. Ransom School is at 717 North Academy Street. They even have a pot of coffee on for you, and it's free. From News Radio, WGNS, those are Good Neighbor events. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. 
Every homicide, every rape, every robbery affects the entire community. People who are victims of these crimes need closure. The people who committed these crimes must be held accountable. Law enforcement needs the community's help in seeking justice. Please listen as we review an unsolved mystery in this month's Cold Case Profile. On the morning of October the 16th, 2015, 24-year-old Brandy Hawkins had been fishing with her father. After a few hours, they decide to head back home. Brandy remains in the boat, while her father exits the boat to bring back the boat trailer. Brandy Hawkins loses sight of her father as he walks away and into the parking lot. The time is about 11 a.m. Brandy Hawkins hears what she believes to be gunfire. She walks to the parking lot. There she finds her father, 53-year-old Greg Hawkins. Greg Hawkins has been shot, and it appears his vehicle has been burglarized. Greg Hawkins dies that day, October the 16th, 2015. And on this day, the Hawkins family is here to ask for your help. They want to know why 53-year-old Greg Hawkins was killed. And they want to know who killed him. On this broadcast, we will talk to the lead investigator in this case, Detective Kyle Norod of the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. And we will talk to two members of Greg Hawkins' family. The first is Darren Hawkins. Darren Hawkins is the younger brother of Greg Hawkins. The second special guest is Janet Hawkins. Janet Hawkins is Greg Hawkins' widow. She is a person who can not only share with us what she has lost, but also what our community has lost. When we return, Jennings Jones will interview Detective Cal Norod, who will tell us more about his investigation into the death of Greg Hawkins. Now more than ever, start your mornings with WGNS, the action line with Bart Walker. Weekdays at 810. Truman Jones is on weekday mornings at 9 on WGNS. This is Kim Dunaway from Sunshine Nutrition Center. You hear me on Monday mornings at 720 talking about how to lead a healthier lifestyle. We carry supplements, personal care, and grocery items at both our Murfreesboro and Smyrna locations, family owned and operated since 1989. Family Staffing Solutions is proud of our local veterans. I'm Becky Bookner, and as life challenges appear, talk with Family Staffing Solutions about how we can help you stay at home. Call Family Staffing Solutions. Family Staffing Solutions. A salute to veterans on WGNS Radio. I saw a lot of stuff. I spent 10 years first in the Navy, so I saw it from a Navy side, and then I spent my last 10 years in the National Guard. But we did see a lot off the coast of Iraq during Desert Storm 1, and yeah, we did see a lot. After a career in the military, Ron Leonard decided he wanted to give back. It started with training his dog to comfort veterans who suffer from PTSD. He started working with canines through Christ, 
We thought this was a cool thing, so we started training our dog, Molly, and Molly now is a therapy dog to comfort wounded warriors and those that suffer with PTSD. We're bringing these troops home, and they are suffering, and then we also deal with TBI, which is traumatic brain injury. We have a lot of these people that have been so much around war that it's affected the basically the chemical elements in their brain, and they are struggling with that. Or finding yourself under false guilt, why did my buddy die and I didn't? We have one guy that came back that was stage four PTS, which he was suicidal. Once he got a therapy dog, within six months, he was completely off his meds because that dog helped him so much. Leonard, who served in the Navy and later retired from the Army, decided he wanted to give back. It started with training his dog to comfort veterans who suffer from PTSD. What we do is these dogs are trained and they are trained for a 12 week period just like a police dog would be trained and then we give them free to the vet, not a cost to the vet whatsoever. This has been a salute to veterans on WGNS Radio. Good morning ladies and gentlemen, this is Jennings Jones, your district attorney. Today we will be talking about the murder that occurred on the Mona boat ramp. This murder was investigated by Detective Kyle Norod of the Rutherford County Police Department. Before we talk about the investigation, Detective Norod, I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself. What, what motivated you to choose law enforcement as a career and about your experience as a law enforcement officer? I feel like that it was really calling. Whenever I was young, I always had respect for law enforcement officers. I know that they help people, sometimes at the worst times of their lives, and I just really felt like it was a calling of mine. On to the murder itself, can you describe the area where the crime occurred? Specifically, describe where it's located and what type of area it is. It's uh, known as the Mona Boat Ramp area. It's a real rural area out in Walter Hill. Uh, it's off West Jefferson Pike. As you would imagine, it's a place where people come to fish and put their boats in the water. As for when this crime occurred, how were you able to establish a time frame? got the time frame actually from the victim's daughter, Brandy Hawkins, and the kayaker that was in the area. They heard the shots. We know that it was on October 16th, and we know that the time of the gunshots was around 11 a.m. The newspaper account relates that Greg Hawkins interrupted a crime in progress. What can you share with us regarding that? Upon examining the vehicle there and the evidence at the crime scene, we could tell that uh, the vehicle had been broken into because there was obvious damage to the vehicle. When this case first arrived on your desk, tell us what investigative avenues did you pursue? We collected all the evidence from the crime scene. Some of that went to TBI crime lab to be processed. At this time, we're still looking into everything that we can as far as evidence from the crime scene. The reward on this case now stands at $50,000. If someone has information regarding this case, who should they contact? They can contact me, Detective Kyle Norod, with the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. My number is 615-904-3043. Or if they want to remain anonymous, they can call Rutherford County Crime Stoppers. And that number is 615-893-7867. We urge anyone in the public that might have information regarding this act to come forward to the police or to Crime Stoppers. You can do that anonymously with the number we previously listed, and it would be of great service to the community and also to help bring justice in this case. 
Bill, did you have any questions you wanted to ask Kyle? I do. Kyle, I, I know that uh, you were with the Laverne Police Department for a number of years, been with the Sheriff's Department, and one of the things, you've been a detective for how long? Uh, I've been in law enforcement for 24 years, and most of that has been in the detective division. I've been patrol officer for part of that, but most of it's been detective. And really, your job is to solve cases. It is. And this case remains unsolved. We use the term cold case, but there's really nothing cold about this case in the fact that it's being actively worked. That's correct. We still get information on it that we follow up on and stuff like that. It's still a very active case. We just need any information that we can on it. I know uh, as a detective and wanting to solve cases, this is kind of like having a rock in your shoe. It bothers you. I'm sure you lay awake at night thinking, what could I do or or what uh, should have been done? It kind of haunts you. It does. You think about every little aspect of the case and make sure that you've done everything that you can do, not only just because there's a killer out there on the loose, but you also want to give that information to the family. There's no way to bring Greg back, but anything that we can do to help the family to solve this case, that's what we want to do. And I know you're working hard to do that, and having been a prosecutor for a number of years and dealt with unsolved cases, they're never over until they're solved. And even though this one is not solved at this time, I know that you hold out great hope, not only hope, but probability that it will be solved. Oh, definitely. Especially a homicide case like this will never be closed. And there's always that chance that you'll get that one piece of information that will lead to the break that you need that will bring closure to it so someone can be brought to justice. And and I want to say this. A lot of times, sometimes the public doesn't understand this, but all the information that you have about this case has not been made public at this time. And there are various reasons for that. And one of the reasons is when you receive a tip or maybe an anonymous call, you want to be able to have some information that has not been made public to verify the information or the facts that you're receiving. Yeah, exactly. We don't release everything in cases just for that reason, because we have to have avenues to confirm what we get. When we get information in, we have to have something that we can confirm if that information is true and correct or if it's not, because we've gotten information in before that we've been able to prove that that wasn't correct or that person wasn't involved. So we have to have that information that we can't share just for those reasons. I know when a case first happens, there's a lot of activity, a a lot of things, a lot of information. And I know in this case, there have been people that were named as suspects that you've been able to eliminate. So that's part of the investigative process also. It is. We have had names to come up that we've looked at information. We've interviewed people and been able to eliminate those people as being involved in this. Kyle, I want to tell you, I've known you for a long time, and I know that you're very actively involved in this case. You're a good detective, and I know you're going to stick to it, and I believe this case will be solved. And appreciate you being here today and all that you've done. Well, I appreciate you, and I appreciate the words. And, again, I just asked if anyone has any information, please just contact us. When we return, Bill Weitzel will talk to Greg Hawkins' brother as we will welcome Darren Hawkins to the broadcast. Could you whisper in my ear the things you want to feel? I'll give you anything. Have you experienced the nightmare of water, mold, or fire damage? Call Restoration One for a free estimate. Locally and veteran-owned. Fast and available 24-7. Join the Home Health VIP program at Restoration One for disaster prevention. Restoration One, the water damage experts.
Precision Air knows you want the air inside your home as safe and clean as possible. Clean the air in your home with an affordable UV system, reducing microorganisms including bacteria, viruses, and allergens. Call Precision Air, 615-930-0088. That's 615-930-0088. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. Since 1981, Willow Windows has been making homes beautiful all over Tennessee. From decks and railings to doors and windows. Visit willowwindow.pro. Willow Window, the official sponsor of the WGNS Studios. Willowwindow.pro. Old friends, new name, better together. As First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County but will always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Lawmakers finishing their first session. Welcome and hello again, everyone, for Tennessee Home and Farm Radio. I'm Lee Maddox. It has been a humbling experience. It's been fast-paced. It's been fast and furious at times, and sometimes we felt like we were drinking from a fire hydrant, but it's been great. The first session of the 112th Tennessee General Assembly is finishing up business this week on Capitol Hill in Nashville. Senator Paige Wally of Bolivar returned to the chambers after last serving as a state representative 20 years ago. So little is changed. A lot of the same faces, most of the same processes. The technology obviously is newer and nicer, but what we're trying to do on behalf of farming and farmers and the whole agriculture community hasn't changed. Serving for the first time in office representing District 7 from Washington County is Representative Rebecca Alexander. She grew up on a dairy farm and knows just how important it is to support our agricultural industry through legislation. It's vital to our state and I think that we're going to have to do some make some major changes in the state to keep our farmers in business and if we don't help our farmers we're going to starve to death as a nation. Representative Tandy Darby of Greenfield in Weekly County is serving his first term in Nashville and knows too the importance of farming and the laws being considered. I wish I knew more of the terminology. Coming into this, I, you know, I'm in the produce business and uh, there wasn't many questions asked about the produce business coming up here. But uh, a quick learner and uh, it's all been good. Senator Heidi Campbell is in her first term and even though her district is in Davidson County, she was proud to serve on the Senate Ag committee. Farming is very important to me. I think that understanding that actual ground to table process is so important and I really actually encourage everyone to take the time to really think about how that happens and to understand, you know, where our food's coming from. And for Tennessee Home and Farm Radio, I'm Lee Maddox. We want to welcome uh, Darren Hawkins to the studio and uh, Mr. Hawkins, you're the brother of Greg Hawkins, but tell us a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, and uh, what type of work you do, things like that. Greg and I grew up in uh, Mount Juliet Hermitage area, and we both worked at Nissan in Smyrna, Tennessee as engineers. Uh, and you're his younger brother? I'm his only brother. Okay, and what's the age difference between There's the two of you? 11 months difference in our age. So very close, and as you mentioned, both of you worked at Nissan. Did you like the outdoors as much as Greg did? Yeah, we did. We did a we did a lot of things uh, in the outdoors together. Are your parents still alive and 
If so, tell us about them. Yes, they're both still alive, and my parents are devastated. Um, however, they're both strong, um, but their heart is broken, you know. Um, October 16th changes their life. You have been involved, actively involved in keeping up with the case, discussing the case with law enforcement, in particular Detective Norod. There have been a lot of community activities that this case has also generated, and tell us a little bit about that and your involvement in that. There's a reward now up to uh, $50,000 for information that leads to the arrest and conviction of whoever committed this crime, and it's been supported by many people, friends and family, co-workers from the, the Nissan facility in Smyrna and also for the uh, Canton, Mississippi plant, Yates Services in Smyrna, Tennessee also. Like I said, the governor's office, there's been a uh, fundraiser activity that was uh, hosted by uh, Murfreesboro Outdoors, which rate generated a lot of funds for the uh, reward. It was um, the Kayak Anglers for a Cause actually put on the fishing benefit, and, and Murfreesboro Outdoors hosted the activity. There were several donations from Rick's Barbecue, uh, local businesses throughout Murfreesboro, friends, family, even people that we didn't even know that just heard about the situation, you know. And I'd like to personally thank everyone that uh, contributed or, or participated in any of this activity. I know that it'll never replace the loss that you felt, but I know that it's amazing when the community comes together for something like this. And I've been able to keep up with it both on the radio and in the, in the paper. I go into Murfreesboro Outdoors myself sometimes. Randy's uh, a great yeah, guy. You know, yeah. he really is. He's been very supportive. And I want to say this to you. I can't help but remember another case. It involved a, another brother uh, who was an avid hunter. Uh, and he was murdered one morning, early in the morning, when he was out deer hunting. And he had a twin brother, and and I'm talking about Lynn and Glenn Oran. And that case went unsolved for a number of years. And we were finally able to uh, make an arrest in that case and, and get a conviction. And I, I never knew Lynn, but I felt like I did because of knowing the family, and in particular his brother, Glenn. Yes, sir. And they were very close, being twins. And even though you're not a twin, you're close in age, you work the same job, you're an avid sportsman. So I say that to tell you that this case will be solved. I believe that it will. And just to hold on and stay in there and uh, trust in Detective Norod and the Sheriff's Department, and I believe that this will come to a successful conclusion. Well, we've had a lot of support, you know, from, from everyone. Uh, prayers, uh, family, friends, uh, support of my wife. Um, and we've been very fortunate for that. Well, I want to tell you how much we appreciate you being here, and we hope that this program will generate maybe that one piece of information that's needed to solve this case. So, again, keep the faith, and thank you for being here. Certainly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Mostly sunny skies here this afternoon, a high around 70 degrees. Winds out of the northwest to 5 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 20. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 46. Hi, I'm Wade Hayes, owner of Toots Good Food and Fun. 
I strongly believe that volunteers make a positive difference in the quality of life here in our community. State Farm agent Celeste Middleton is an all-around good neighbor with her leadership and involvement in coaching girls and boys basketball. Celeste is also involved in the power of Pink and the Boys and Girls Club, where she serves on the board. In addition, Celeste Middleton works to encourage young women to realize their full potential. Thank you, Celeste Middleton, for volunteering to help area youth. At Toots, we strongly believe that it's important for every one of our citizens to give some of their time and talent back into the community. And we want to honor these individuals with a Toots gift certificate good at any of our Rutherford County locations. 860 Northwest Broad Street on Church Street in the Barfield area, in Smyrna on Sam Ridley, and Toots West on Franklin Road at Rucker Lane. Middle Tennessee football and basketball games are right here. This is Chip Walters on Rutherford County's Blue Raiders Station. MTSU Sports on WGNS. We want to welcome Janet Hawkins today to our studio. And Miss Hawkins, tell us a little bit about you and how you met Greg, how long you've been married and things like that. How many children you have? I met Greg in Hermitage Hills. We lived and went to DuPont High School out in Hermitage. Just saw him and his brother riding dirt bikes one day and I had a dirt bike and they just looked like the kind of guys that I would like to hang out with and ended up liking and meeting Greg and liking him and we were married for 33 years and he was just a man's man. He just, I knew growing up that I wanted someone like my dad who could do anything, fix anything and that was Greg. He was just a man's man. And what year were you and Greg married? We were married in 1982. And how many children do you have? We have two daughters, two great daughters, very strong-willed, just my daughters have been my rock. And I know that in listening to the case, Brandy, I believe that is that your youngest daughter? Brandy. Was fishing with your husband that morning, and tell us how this has affected her. Brandy is very strong in her faith. Her dad, he helped me raise just unbelievable girls. Brandy is She's just like her dad. They both are. They just—they're honest. They're good girls. We've never had any trouble out of them. They're just—they're uh, amazing. You know, uh, as a man, we sometimes look to our son and think, "Boy, I look forward to going hunting or fishing." But it sounds like that Greg made <laughs> sure those girls were out there in the outdoors. The girls too. had to know what camouflage was. They knew how to, you know, catch fish. They didn't miss out. And even as they've grown into adults, they still have stayed close and still participate in the outdoor activities. They do. They do. Now, tell us a little more about your husband. We know he worked at Nissan. He was an engineer there. Is that correct? Yes. And how long had he worked there? He'd been there 24 years. And are you employed? I am. I work part-time. What would a typical week be like in the Hawkins household? A typical week was just, uh, we we loved, we've moved a lot. We've had a lot of homes, and we always enjoyed working outside. And Greg had just, he had just finished landscaping the outside, getting the patio ready, and we loved to grill. You know, we were just our own little family. We didn't bother anybody. We just loved life. And either one of your daughters married? My oldest daughter's married, Logan. Do you have any grandchildren? No, I have four-legged grand dogs. Okay, <laughs> I know that Greg was a man of faith. I recall reading that you all attended the World Outreach Church. Tell us about his faith. 
It was strong. Greg put everything first with the Lord, and thankfully so, because we sat down one night talking about how he was always prepared for everything in life he ever did. If he went to fix something, he researched it, he went in it, he knew what to do, and the girls and I kind of were a little bit angry among ourselves thinking about how dad wasn't prepared. And one of my daughters spoke up and said, Mom, yes, he was. He was prepared because he knew the Lord. I understand he had a quote that he would often recite. Yes, he did. Billy Graham quote. And what was that? That a true servant of God is one that helps another succeed. He and just, he was that type of individual. Yeah, he loved to teach. He, you know, he, Greg loved the truth. I mean, he just, there was there was no gray area with him. He was either black or white. And he just, you know, this person, whomever they are, he, it, it, given a chance, they would, have, they would have excelled in whatever because he would have helped them get there. I know uh, when people come into the radio station, thank goodness I'm not on TV, but you can't help but be a little bit nervous. And when you came in this morning, you were a little bit nervous. And I noticed you had a cross on, and I mentioned it to you. Tell me about that. Yeah, my son-in-law gave me this. It has Greg's initials in the center of it. And uh, ever since he gave it to me, I haven't taken it off. If there was one thing that you would like the listening audience to know about Greg or your family, what would it be? That Greg, he was a giver. He was not a taker. Greg would give you his time. He would never invade your space. He would he would have helped them. He was an honest, loving... I, I mean, you know, Greg was my world. I can tell you from years of dealing with, with homicide cases, I have never said to the family of a victim, I know how you feel because I don't. And prior to October the 16th of 2015, you didn't know that either. No. And it changes your world. It changes your point of view. But one thing I can assure you of, I know that this detective and the members of the sheriff's department, I know that uh, when an arrest is made in this case, that the district attorney and the members of that office will do all that they can for you. And there's help, too. There are other victims. And until somebody's been in that position, it's hard to understand that. And I know it would be almost impossible for you to put into the words what you've had, you and your family. And I know you grieve not only for your husband, but for your children and, and the other, his parents, his brother, and for what they've had to go through. Yes. And what's been the most important thing to keep you going in this? My faith, my church. I tell you, World Outreach, to be such a large church, they have saved my life. They have, I mean, if uh, anyone out there, if you, if you, you need help, find Find your faith. Find it. Greg would Greg would want a message out of this, and it would be, you know, go to the Lord. Don't go go don't go out there and do things that are not, you know, within the laws. There's help. Please seek help. In talking with Darren, we mentioned about the various activities that have gone on in the community, and tell us about your involvement in that. Well, I will tell you that I have met a lot of men that Greg has dealt with in the business world, and. Uh, just to name a few that have really touched that has blessed me out of all this is uh, Randy Bolin of Murfreesboro Outdoors and Trent Peterson over at Clark Marine. Greg, he knew how to he knew how to grab a godly man, and I tell you that this world needs more of it. And the community has just been, I mean, there's so much love out there. It's awful that it takes something like this to realize, and and I know you've had people come up to you and talk to you about Greg. And, 
I know, Darren, you have too, and about the effect that he had on their lives or things that he did for them that you never knew about. And unfortunately, the only opportunity they have is to now try to comfort you. Yeah, I think that's the hardest thing. I don't ever want Greg or his story to go away, ever. Kyle, if I could, I want to ask you to come back in. In addition, you mentioned that there's evidence that's that's still uh, being uh, evaluated by the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation. How many officers are actively involved in this case besides yourself? Oh, just about all the detectives at the sheriff's office have at one time been involved in this, and still, it, when we get information in, everyone of them will drop what whatever they're doing to assist in this investigation. I recall one of the great experiences I had in working in the district attorney's office was in the unfortunate circumstances when we meet the family of victims that we have the opportunity to make new friends and and friendships that last for the rest of your life and i know that's true in your dealing with greg hawkins family here and i want to say it's been an honor and a privilege to meet you today you as well Uh, i hope that this will be resolved soon i believe that there's somebody out there that can help us with this case a fifty thousand dollar reward is a large amount of money and there are people that have stepped up that have made this possible including the family so i want you to know that we're with you This community's with you, and good things will happen if everybody will keep praying for a resolution. Yes, thank you. We certainly appreciate everybody's support. Um, Greg said a prayer every day before he came in the house. Would you tell us about that? Yes, I get so excited when he'd come home from work, and I'd hear him out in the garage, and eventually I realized that I was interrupting prayer every time I'd go out in the garage to see him. So Greg started staying in his truck in the driveway (laughs) to get his to get where he wanted to be then he was all mine (laughs) well thank you again for being here and we'd like to thank detective norod from the sheriff's department and we'd like to thank all the people in the rutherford county community community of fishermen and outdoorsmen that have come together to help this family and hopefully bring a successful resolution to this investigation yes amen Our case today lets us all know that none of us can ever be completely certain that we will see tomorrow. We should live each day as if it were our last. We should tell our family every day how much we love them. The Hawkins family gives us all a wonderful example of how to combine love of family and love of God and how to use those two strengths to overcome the horrible tragedies that occur in our life. But we can be examples, too. If you know anything about this crime, please call Detective Kyle Norrod or make a confidential call to Crime Stoppers. You be the example of how to be a good citizen, a citizen who cares about this community. As we end the program today, we want to thank our guest, Rutherford County Sheriff's Office Detective Kyle Norrod, and we want to thank our two special guests, Darren Hawkins and Janet Hawkins. We appreciate WGNS providing the airtime. Most of all, we thank all of the listeners. We leave by saying, a safe community is the responsibility of each and every one of us. For Bill Weitzel and Jennings Jones, this is Paul Newman. 
bidding all of you a safe and blessed day. The District Attorney's Office thanks you for listening to today's program. If you have any information regarding criminal activity in our community, please contact one of our law enforcement agencies. The information presented on today's show is solely for informational benefit and not intended to be legal advice. You should always consult an attorney whenever you need or rely on legal advice. Rutherford County's most trusted name in news. Talk Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro. Mostly sunny skies here this afternoon, a high around 70 degrees. Winds out of the northwest to 5 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 20. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 46. Good morning. Traffic's on the increase even more now on 24 out through the Hickory Hollow area towards Nashville. Lots of radar out here this Friday morning. Make sure you slow it down. We saw them earlier over in parts of 840 up by Jefferson Pike. And traffic's still looking pretty good right now. 41 between Laverne and Smyrna. Hey, True Friends Moving Company's hiring. Call them today at 240-2811. Online at truefriendsmovingcompany.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. News Radio, WGNS, Murfreesboro, the voice of Rutherford. County and the flagship station for Blue Raiders Sports. The Cordas Clock shows it's 9 o'clock.